All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. Good evening, good people. All right, we are at episode number 102. Uh, We're moving right along with this season. Um, uh, It's been a great season so far. Now, we have given out our grades. We're beyond that point now. We're uh, we're five games in. Okay, so we got some things to talk about. Uh, my good friend Larry brought something to my attention that I forgot about. So, Larry, yes, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. Um, and I want to start with this game first. Um, let me make sure that this was. Yeah, it was the first game. Another one uh, versus the Bullets. Yeah. So, um, everything was going well for another one. They were hitting everything, making all their shots, and then uh, devastating injury. Uh, having uh, another one. They lost uh, a really great player in Anthony Howard, who was having a game. Yeah, He was hitting everything. He's been busy. He was going off. He had uh, 11 points in like the first two minutes of the game. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to him. I hope he uh, gets a speed of recovery. Uh, but, um, Anthony was injured. Yes. And they had five guys. Correct. Including Anthony. So with Anthony having to uh, get uh, assisted off the court, that left them with four guys. That's great. And, you know, I love plus minus. <laughs> but apparently, even with four players, that wasn't enough for the Bulls to get back in. This is, this is, this is exactly how their season has been going. Uh, they could not beat a four-man team that was essentially playing uh, a 2-2 zone. I mean, that's all you can play, really. They were playing a 2-2 zone, and they could not take advantage of it. I think they went up by more. They did. They did. They went up by more uh, as the game went on. Uh, and then they had uh, another player come on uh, towards the end of the third quarter. Yeah. So they had a whole two-and-a-half quarters to, to cut into the lead. They were, what, down by, what, 12? They're on 12, and I think they got the lead up to, with four players, they got the lead up to maybe 17. It was seven. I think it might have been 19. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. What, what, what's your take on the Bullets right now? Because you know how I feel about them. <laughs> I've, I've been vocal. I've been dead on with them. Uh, Okay, I'll start with the Bullets first before I get to another one. You know I'm another one fan. You are. Uh, so. <laughs> Staunchest fan, yes. Yes. Um, the Bullets, man. They have a hard time defending. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, they can't stop a nosebleed. It's just, it's impossible for them to stop anyone. And with them being, continuing to struggle uh, defensively, it's going to be very difficult for them to beat anybody, especially considering, if you look at the schedule, Gruesome, gruesome schedule. uh, And I mean, this is schedule for everybody. I mean, everybody has a. It's it's not an easy game. They're going against the top team who scores more than anybody, and they just can't stop a nosebleed right now. Uh, You don't want to hear my prediction on it. We'll get to. (laughs) They 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 can't stop anyone, and then it makes it very difficult. That I think the cohesion of the team too, Mm. uh, which is big. Yeah. It's just, you know, a guy gets beat. There's no one there in the paint to uh, help. Uh, no one's taking charges. Mm. Uh, basically, if you can't stand from your guy, you score. Yeah. And, you know, 
We're not playing one on one out there. You know, it's a team game. I play team defense. Yeah, I play team defense, and there's no one sliding over and help. If someone sliding over and help, and somebody needs to rotate, they kick out. Somebody needs to rotate to the guy that they kicked out at. Pretty much, at some point, you're going to get an open shot against them. Mm-hmm. And I, and I know I used to kind of get on the monsters at first season, whatever, about their defense being bad. And the second season, defense was a lot better. But uh, this is pretty abysmal defense that they're playing right now. And it's hurting their the offensive end for them because they're getting scored on, and then it's, I always feel like they have to match them. So you probably end up taking a bad shot on the other end mm-hmm. just trying to match what they gave up on one end. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's affecting them offensively because, which I think they do a decent job of scoring. They're capable, capable scorers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they're so bad defensively that they're always trying to fight their way back into the game, and they end up doing things they probably shouldn't do, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get back into the game. So I <sighs> – I would like to say the problems they have are fixable, mm-hmm. but we're five games in, and it's starting to look a little rough for them. Mm-hmm. And, again, they got three games left to fix it. Granted, when you look at the they, they have. Lake Houston. Lake Houston next week. Next level. Next level. <laughs> That's two L's. And, and then, you know, then they get, you know, the young hogs. They're going to – and be honest with you, that's, that's not an automatic win either. That, I mean, that's been their only win for the season. That's been their only win for the season. But Young Hogs, I mean, if you look at that game, depending on how the next two weeks go, they have something to play for. So They don't want to be winless. And as far as I'm concerned, Young Hogs, listen, wait till we get to my power records. <laughs> Hogs, young Hogs are the better team right now. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my. So, yeah. We're, we're, we're going into a situation where they, they have to fix it, and they have to fix it fast, or this season's going to go completely down the drain for them. Mm-hmm. But the thing about them, they're talented enough. They're talented enough to Talent turn around. The uh, they're talented enough to beat any team. Mm-hmm. So uh, am I expecting them to come in here and beat Lake Houston? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, would I be surprised? I'm going to say I would necessarily be surprised because I look at the guys that they have on the team, they're talented enough. I would be surprised. <laughs> I would. You know, we know you. so I'd be shocked. But, again, I wouldn't be surprised they came out there and, quote, unquote, shocked the world and came out here and, and put a whoop. And, look, this is not a shot at you, Lake Houston. Y'all think I'm taking a shot at you, Lake Houston. It's mm. not that. Mm. I, I'm just saying that bullets are talented enough. Talent's not the issue. I don't think it's talent the issue. But team cohesion, effort, mm-hmm. definitely has to be better. Okay, um, by the way, the final score is 96-73. Yeah, yikes. Another game that was 96-73, uh, Lake Houston Live versus Young Hogs. Now, again... Um, Score's not really indication of what the actual game was, though. It wasn't. Uh, they they kind of hit a flurry at the end. Yeah. Um, Lake Houston Live, they win again. They go to 5-0. and uh, Young Hogs, they lose again. They go to 0-5. But Young Hogs... Uh, they came out tough. Yeah. Like, really, really tough. I mean, they were right there until the fourth quarter, pretty much. Yeah. I think if you look at a uh, – At one point in the third quarter, they were down two. Yeah. And I, I look at that game. I think they actually – I don't Like, he's probably going to admit it, but I think they made him a little nervous there in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. I remember them – like, he used to call a timeout. I was like, hey, man. Yeah. Let's go. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, I think they, they were threat enough to where the Hogs made him nervous. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. We want every game to be competitive. And it was a competitive game. But it's just like a 10-round fight. Um, and Shot more, to the body. Yeah, you know, exactly. And I think, you know, 
it's like fighting Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. You, you might be in the fight through nine rounds, then the, the championship rounds, 10, 11, 12, he takes over the fight and just puts you away. It's kind of how what happened. I think they was in, in the fight for 10 rounds, nine, 10 rounds, then the last the fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, they had one of those flurries, those, those, those uh, vaunted Lake Houston flurries. In this game, it came in the fourth quarter. In other games, it may come in the second, first, third. They usually, go ahead, they usually have this run that they go on that pretty much puts you out of the game. Yeah. And it came in the fourth quarter, unfortunately, for the Hawks. But shout out to Lake Houston for taking care of their business because it was a trap game for them. I always say that, you know, those games you come into, you don't come in here prepared. And not to mention, there was some other things going on with the weather and different things like that. So I do want to say give a shout out to everybody who still showed up and came and then took care of business because – I mean, it, it, this is a real good situation and position where people just basically say, man, rain is raining, weather's bad, I ain't about to show up for this, blase, blase. And guys showed up. I was thinking about calling the games and then we uh, have a plan on Tuesday. But, I mean, guys are showing up. So, when guys are showing up, I was like, hey, let's roll. Yep. So, I mean, big shout out to you guys for showing up and coming in here and make this experience a great experience regardless. Yeah, speaking of uh, boxing, um What's his name? Jalen Hurd? Yeah. Got his, he got his butt kicked pretty bad. He got bad. to the L this weekend. <laughs> to the L right after being, uh, one, didn't he be one of the Charlo twins? Gave the Charlo one of the Charlo twins, for, which was a disputed yeah. win. And, and and he lost in front of his hometown. Yeah. That dude beat the brakes off him. He was. He, realistically, he didn't beat one of the Charlo twins. I think the Charlo, uh, I think it was dramatic. One got robbed. Yeah, I think he got robbed. So in his first fight after that with the belt, he goes and loses it in his hometown, yeah. unfortunately for him. But, yeah, he did take a L. I'm done with him, by the way. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, shout-out to Lake Houston. Uh, Danny, another monster game, 29-15. and 15. Yeah. Uh, Shelby, another monster game, 26-11-7. Um, it's going to be interesting when it comes down to the, the voting this season uh, for MVP because we got quite a few candidates. Yeah. Okay, um, the last game of the night, Lake uh, – excuse me, next level versus the Ballers. Uh, next level, they win the game, ninety-one to eighty. Um, I believe uh, that next level is—they're finding their form. Mm-hmm. They're getting there, and they—they flipped the switch. Dante is—he has been unbelievable. Uh, Dante had one of those games where it's rare uh, he didn't shoot the ball well, mm-hmm. but he was still able to affect the game in other ways. He finished with another triple double, third on the season. Uh, 16, 11, and 10. Um, I mean, dude's unbelievable. He's averaging a triple-double. Like, it, it's, it's, it hasn't been done in Houston. Uh, so, we'll see uh, if he's able to, to get that feat. And Brian also had a monster game, 27 and yeah. 10. Uh, I think that might be a career high for him. He's had some 20-point games yeah. in the past, but he was, he was pushing 30. Yeah. So He probably could have got it there. He kind of took the, the foot off the, the gas a little bit. Yeah. Um, and people, he probably could have got it. Um, it was it was a, a competitive game. It's unfortunate because it was, was going to be the matchup of the night. And like I said, due to the weather, you know, all the guys from uh, from the uh, city center ballers couldn't make it. But I mean, this has been their mo for the year. And you, I tell teams all the time, you know, the guys be like, you know, they say about the Golden State Warriors, well, we'll turn it on, we'll turn it on, we'll turn. It on. Well, will you? Will you? You know, um, and you keep thinking. I can remember that Laker team. I think in '03, uh, after they won their third championship, and people they were struggling throughout the season. They were Shaq had the bad toe, and 
Malone and, and Peyton. Not that one. The one, before, all the one before, all the yeah. one they won. Yeah, and uh, I just remember people be. being like, I think San Antonio beat the brakes off them in the uh, second round that year. That's why they went and got Malone and Peyton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, they. They people, but people saying that, oh yeah, well don't worry. They, they won three straight championships. They're turning on. They're oh, that's right. It was after that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was okay. They beat the they beat the Pacers. Then they beat they beat they beat um, New Jersey twice. New Jersey, yeah. yeah. We New Jersey twice. That's when I think just Kyrie robbed the MVP. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, San Antonio. That's when they won a championship. Yeah, 03. and San Antonio won a championship, and I think oh, that was in 03. Yeah, they beat the brakes off the Lakers, and everybody was saying, "Well, they're gonna turn it on. No big deal." And it doesn't work like that, man. You you have to kind of have to have that edge, and I, I get it. Sometimes when you win, you kind of you kind of have that like, oh, well, you know, I I could turn it on onto, but it don't work like that when you playing against un- other hungry teams or other other hungry people. Who have been preparing to beat you yeah. for X amount of time? So when you don't come there with your mind right, you end up losing. And in their case, yeah, we know that they're talented. They're, they may be the most talented team. Mm-hmm. Realistically, they probably are. Are they gonna be able to turn it on the way Lake Houston is looking? I don't know. If I put them in the ring right now with next level, do I can't do the next level? I don't know. We talking about the full team? I mean, you gotta turn it on. And they haven't showed be able to. Y'all see Kevin's face right now. You have a full team. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you, but you can't just show up and 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 turn it on. Don't usually work like that, man. And I, I've been there. I've beaten teams that kind of t- have taken me lightly, mm-hmm. uh, as a coach and as a player. Mm-hmm. And I've been the guy that was like, "Oh, we playing? What's the name?" Well, shit. Yeah. And taking teams lightly and been on the losing end of those two. Yeah, it happens. You know, it happens. So, you know, thinking that they're, they're going to make it a strong case for the playoff run, I don't know. You know, so we'll see. I Like I said, I want to be competitive. Will they be competitive? Absolutely. Like I said, they might be the most talented team. Can I see them as of right now? Do I see them winning uh, spring season? I can't say yes. You know, I have to say no right now. But – in due time, we'll see. Yeah. I think it all just depends on who shows up. Um, <laughs> let's move on uh, to our next topic. All right. Time for our top performance of the week. And it goes to Mr. Dante Mathis for the second week in a row. Yeah. Second week in a row. I mean, he had another triple-double. Um Really not surprised there. Um, another triple double. So <laughs> twenty. His PPR was actually kind of low. It was only twenty. Uh, but I mean, does that really matter? It really doesn't. I mean, it all goes off. Everyone knows uh, that he deserved it because of his his overall performance. Um, so sixteen, eleven, and ten. This is his third triple double of the season out of five games. So I've always been on record with Dante. If he plays a whole season, he will win the MVP. I've always said that because he's the best player in the league to me. Um, right now, with him averaging a triple-double, um, they're 4-1. and one. And if, based off of uh, what Lake Houston have, what they have, um, I mean, I think, I mean, it could, it could come down to Danny, Eddie, and uh, and Shelby, and then Dante, but based off what Lake Houston having three candidates, 
they could be their own worst enemy. Yeah. The fact that they have three. Because those three ain't going nowhere. No. They continue to put up numbers every week. So, with that being said, I believe Dante is going to win the MVP just because, uh, first of all, his counterparts, they all believe that he's the best player. Everyone knows that. So, I got him winning the MVP. He's got my vote. I'm just going to go on record. <laughs> you can stamp it. Uh, yeah. He's legit. I mean, what, what can you say about Dante at this point? You, you said it for a long time. He plays the whole season. He'll win MVP. He's on pace now with three games left to probably be prophecy fulfilled. Not saying that it's a great prophecy by any means, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean he's averaging triple double, and I think the most impressive thing to me is it's leading to wins. One. Yes, uh, and I mean he's making his teammates better. I mean it's not like he's even going out there and scoring thirty five and forty. He's literally doing it in a very Jason Kidd. Um, who's another guy I can think of off the top of my head? Uh, but it's like a very Jason Kidd way where I won't I won't disrespect him and say Ben Simmons. Because he can shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but Ben Simmons do be getting triple doubles like yeah, that. Yeah, like, you know, he's not, he's not going out. He, he only scores when he has to score. and Because he, he has other guys on his team that put the ball in the hole. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he just kind of – so he's cool with scoring 17, 18 points. But he's having 11 rebounds, 12 rebounds, 11, 12 assists. Mm-hmm. And dominating the game without scoring the basketball a ton. It's only been a handful of players who have been, been able to do that uh, in this league. And he's – Going to this year, he's one of them now. Mm-hmm. And in the past, he's scored a little bit more. Now he's not scoring as much, but again, he's still dominating the game. Maybe he's dominating the game even more. Yeah, I agree. Uh, his vision out there on the court, uh, it's impeccable. It's uh, No one can match it. Um, I mean, the guy's unbelievable. I mean, like you said, he makes his teammates better. Uh, Bryce, um, what's Bryce's last name? Vaughn. Vaughn, probably one of the most inefficient guys in the league, <laughs> historically. Um, but he had seven for eight. Yeah. And I think Dante was responsible for like six of those assists. I mean, shout out to Bryce. I think Bryce gets busy. But <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he a bum. I'm just saying he don't he doesn't he doesn't shoot the ball well. He usually doesn't. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, again, you're right. He's just making the guys better. He's putting. He's giving the ball to Bryce in spots. Mm-hmm. He can put the ball in the hole. Mm-hmm. And that's the main thing. I think sometimes when you're on teams, when you don't have that cohesion, like I was talking about with the Bullets earlier, you're not putting guys in position or spots uh, where they can score. It's just like having, you know, Clint Capella on your team and, you know, James Harden is always setting him up for the uh, pull of 15 footer. Mm-hmm. No. He needs to be three feet away from the rim mm-hmm. to be effective and to score. Mm-hmm. Okay? And. I mean, it's kind of what he's doing with Bryce, and uh, he's helping Gino get open the looks, but Gino doesn't have to always set up his own offense mm-hmm. and different things. So he's, he's doing it all for him. Sometimes those easy buckets, like Gino, Gino can score when he wants uh, for the most part. Uh, sometimes those easy buckets get you going, and I've right. noticed that uh, when Gino runs the floor, Dante finds him, right. and he gets, like, easy transition buckets I, or a spot-up three. I remember mean, they played uh, it was the Bullets last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it was last week. Well, not last week, but the week before. Mm-hmm. And he immediately he had a matchup where he felt like he could score, but he immediately came out the first five possessions. They feed Brian in the post. Yeah, because Larry was holding him. Yeah, you know that's a tough matchup for Larry. And so uh, immediately Dante said, "Hey, no, this is what we're gonna do." And all just just being ourselves, just putting his guys in the correct spot 
so they could be successful and win the game. And I mean, he's been doing it all season. So, I mean, that just, you know, he's a heady player, high IQ, and showing up. And the team, that's why the team has won four games in a row now. Yeah, second longest uh, winning streak. Um, okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our power rankings this week. Um, actually have a little shake-up. Um, I'm going to ruffle some feathers uh, tonight, but it, it is what it is. I'm going to start from the top to the bottom tonight. I'm going to do it a little different this time. Okay. Uh, at number one, no surprise, I got Lake Houston Live. Uh, they're 5-0. and uh, They're looking good. Looks like they're going to finish the season strong. Um... Probably going to finish the season. I'm, I'm just going to go on record. I think they're going to go undefeated okay. in the regular season. I think they'll go 8 0 for sure. Okay. Um, next level, I got them at 2, 4 and 1. Uh, they're looking good. They're strong. Uh, they're getting better each week. Looks like their offense uh, has found uh, their niche that they've been looking for. I've seen T. Beatty in the gym. So it looks like he's coming back. So that's going to be more trouble for the league. So uh, next level, I got them number 2. And they are a force to be working with. Mm. Uh, number three, I have another one. Oh, okay. Yes. Another one is, is number three. They had a, a nice, a solid win, um, a dominant win. Um, they were able to knock off the bullets with only four players for the majority of the game. <laughs> uh, that, that, that in itself uh, speaks to how good this team is. Um, number four, I have the Ballers. Dropping. I have them dropping, yes. I have the Ballers. Um, the Ballers lost. Uh, they didn't particularly look good at all. Uh, they lost by 11, but, I mean, this team is up and down. Like, yeah. we don't know what they're going to bring. Hell, Jalen wasn't there. Was Brandon wasn't there either, right? Nope. No, no Jalen, no Brandon. That's that's going to be a tough win yeah, right there. No so, Bryce. Yeah. No Bryce, yeah. They didn't have... Anyone uh, to speak of. Neither twin. Neither twin, yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. They're number four. Uh, at number five, uh, I have the Young Hogs. Uh, at number five. Oh, is something funny? Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Yeah, number five, I got the Young Hogs. Uh, the Young Hogs were number six uh, pretty much every game, uh, every week. I got them at number five now. Um Although they have lost uh, their last couple of games, uh, I, I, like I said, I feel like they've gotten better. Yeah. Uh, they had a tough, tough uh, finish uh, to the last game. Um, but like I said, they were they were hanging with Lake Houston for the majority of that game. Yeah. They just ran out of gas. Uh, but this team, like I said, had that not been Lake Houston, I think they would have won that game. Yeah. For sure. But Lake Houston is just too tough. Yeah. I mean, they look good. Uh, they look good the last few weeks. And like I said, after the 50-point loss, the next two games against the Bullets, and then I think they backdoor and played uh, next level. Yeah. They actually should have won those two games yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they could easily have two to three wins right now. Right. And that's after losing by 50. Yeah. So shout out to them for still having that effort coming in and possibly getting wins. That's just how I fall sometimes. Uh, and, and number six, I have the Bullets. Uh, I had them dead last. Listen, this is going to be a Bullets bashing section uh, session for just a second. 
this team, the Bullets, like you said before, they have disappointed us just about every season. It kind of speaks to why um, players have left that team. Mm. Now, I'm not – this is not a stab at, at – um, at the, 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 the cornerstone of this franchise, Larry, because Larry has been Mr. Consistent. Um, sweat, to an extent, it's, a, it's kind of a shot of sweat. Not all the way, not fully a shot of sweat because uh, sweat has still been effective. He's still scoring. Uh, he's still defending at a, at a pretty decent level. Um, He's getting cooked last week, though, by uh, Jamal. He was getting cooked. Yeah, Jamal was getting busy. He was getting busy. Uh, that's why I said for the most part. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm sorry, Sweat. I just want that, that. That's the one. No, he shot. was. He was. <laughs> he knows. That's the one shot, but I, I'm good. I'm taking shots you guys. He knows. Um, but listen, this team, it's just, it's just not working. Like, it's just not. They, and it's crazy. If you really look at, if you look at my power rankings right now, I have the Bullets dead last, and a team that's ahead of them, they beat by 12. So not only are y'all last, I got a team in front of y'all that beat that you beat. So it is what it is. Um, so, I mean, I, I have to keep it this way. I feel like, I feel like no. No, they, they, they've had too, much, too many opportunities to get this situation fixed. It has not gotten better. Uh, every lo- every loss. If you look at, let me go to that page real quick. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna pull up their schedule right now. The last three losses, they lost by eight, nineteen, and twenty three. It's gotten worse every week. And guess what they play this week? Well, we know Lake Houston. Lake Houston. So guess what? It's gonna get worse. <laughs> so you said they're gonna beat them by thirty. They're gonna beat them by thirty. <laughs> oh my god! I honestly believe they're gonna get beat by thirty. I mean, listen. This is this is this has like we said. This has nothing to do with talent. All these players can play, but the cohesion, the chemistry, the IQ, the basketball situations, the heart, the effort is not there for whatever reason. It's not there. And I don't see it changing. Heck, that's the game. <laughs> the way the game ended. Remember how the game ended? Yeah, yeah. Hard foul. Everybody mad. This is typical NBA stuff. That's how, That's exactly how games end. Dude tried to dunk the ball, and then his, his sweat wasn't happening. This was a classic Lance Stevenson and 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 and, and, and yeah, all that. They were like, nah, none of that. Lance Stevenson trying to lay the ball mad up. At him. Not mad at. Him. D, the, what was that? DeRozan and who we got now? Tucker, PJ Tucker. Yeah. Oh, they wasn't having it. Yeah. Uh, I I agree with your power rankings. Uh, you do. I actually agree with your power <laughs> rankings. Probably the first time uh, this season. Yeah. I agree with your power rankings, but I actually agree with your power rankings. I uh, it's not even a shot. The I I do think that the Hogs, Young Hogs, are playing better than uh, the Bullets right now. Not, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I don't, don't want to cut you off. Not to mention, y'all have four. They have four players, and y'all couldn't take advantage. They have four players. Do you know? Oh my God. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And taking all that into consideration, oh. that's why I would definitely say that uh, the Young Hogs are definitely playing better than the Bullets, and the Bullets are probably playing worse. The, the words out of the teams that are currently. In the league, 
But I'm an optimist. And I'm going to be It's optimistic. not going to get better, Sean. I, I feel <laughs> like I think they've taken enough bumps to where I think they understand what they are. They, I think they understand what they're doing wrong. And I think they know what they need to get ahead and to get wins. They can play. That's not the issue. They all can play. They, they can play. I mean, and they're going to be tested the next two weeks. You got Lake Houston this week, backdoor by next level, the best two teams in the league right now. And then you finish the season with the Hogs, the one team that you did beat, but they're on the rise. Yeah. So it's not going to be an easy way out. It's not going to be an easy fix. Unfortunately, I don't have a get well game for you guys. <laughs> it, like all the teams are seem to be kind of coming into their own right now. You're a kind of team that's kind of falling back. I want to call you guys the get well game for people. Because yeah, I don't think you. I think you're too talented to be someone's get well game. Uh, but that they're struggling with. I think their struggle with is more about team cohesion. Yeah, I think that's big though. That I think they can talk over and figure out. I will say all those those guys are competitive. Nobody wants to be embarrassed, and I'm not gonna put them in a position. Well, I'm saying I'm not gonna put them in. It's position. too late. They, yeah. You see week six and week seven. And hopefully they they, <laughs> they don't put themselves in a position to be embarrassed. And Kevin's calling you out saying you're gonna lose by thirty. <laughs> Lake Houston. I would never say anybody's gonna lose by thirty. Even though we had a team lose by fifty this year, I would never say anybody's gonna lose by thirty. After what I've seen. Vegas never has had anybody lose by 30. Uh, so I'm just going to go with the odds. I don't expect them to win this week because of their performances uh, previously. Uh, we'll get into that in a few. Mm-hmm. But do I expect them to have a good showing? Do I expect them to be competitors? Do I expect them to come out here and maybe even throw that first haymaker at the Lake Houston uh, lob? Absolutely. Who's that big man? Lake Houston? Or? No, uh, the Bullets. Oh, we got Sweaty. We got Sweat. We got, I mean, they got a couple guys. Who? Name somebody besides Sweat. Got Sweat. What's uh, the, the he, he only played one game so far, but he shows up this week. Uh, tall. Um, I just forget his name. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, they got to defend. And I think if they put up the effort defensively, I think they'll be okay. Look, the Warriors don't have, in ground, I don't mean to be trying to pair people to pros. But the Warriors don't have individual great defenders. Not everybody, but they do have individual. You know, Draymond, Clay, they could defend individually. But Steph's is a liability. But he gives enough effort that he does. He's not a liability to the whole team. I think Steph's probably the only liability on that team defensively. On the start lineup, yeah. I say on the whole team. Who else can't defend at all? Uh, Boogie. Uh, oh, Boogie's terrible. He's hurt though. Yeah, he's hurt. Right he's now. terrible though. You're uh, right. Depending on who you push on, lives at all. No, Sean Livingston can play some defense. Yeah, but he's old, though. Yeah. Um, He can play some defense, though. But, yeah. But Steph and probably. He dunked on somebody the other day. Came down the lane. I was like, hey. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think Michael Capella. I think Orr let Capella let me dunk it. Yeah. He he came down that lane, though. I bet nobody was going to jump with him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But again, like I say, I think they know what's wrong. I think they know what they have to do. And I think they're going to solve it. Uh, They have two weeks. I would put like this. I mean, it's going to be hard to beat Lake Houston. Uh, but, I mean, and next level is getting better. 
But if they play, if they play next level from week three or four, I will give them a shot. Okay, listen. Let's get right into our predictions because I I have a feeling there's going to be some type of bet that will be uh, sent out through the group chat. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what it is. And I listen. If we're talking about a spread, I'm taking Lake Houston. I'm taking it. Okay. Um, and by the way, y'all always you messed up. My granted, I didn't take Ann up on his bet. Yeah. But you know, I think Ant said they was gonna win by 15 plus. Yeah. And I think at the end, they end up getting those 15 points within the last four minutes of the game. But uh, y'all always made me like a smart man because I said you wouldn't get beat by double digits. Uh, and they were not down by double digits the whole game until yeah. the last four minutes of the game. So that's how that's how Vegas gets you. Yeah, as soon as you think you're in the clear. <laughs> yeah, so I'm happy I didn't take that bet up on for Ed and Young Hogs. You you made me look like a smart man and a fool at the same time. Yes. So <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, Lake Houston Live versus the Bullets. Let's save that for last. Uh, the Ballers versus another one. Um. You know this is. I've only gotten one pick wrong all season. This is my highest winning percentage all season. I'm 17-1. That's impressive. 17-1. Actually, no. Um, Well, week five, right? 14-1. I'm 14-1. Now, this is the hardest pick, the ballers. It's always the hardest pick because I don't know who's going to show up. And if I'm not mistaken, the one I got wrong was when I picked them. (laughs) I think. I could be wrong, though. Um... Yeah, it was another one versus the Ballers. Yeah, that was the one. Oh, you guys, don't do this to me. Okay, so the same game. <laughs> I'm going to be a smart man this time, and I'm going to pick another one to win this game. Hopefully, um, they don't make me look stupid. Don't make me look foolish. Then again, you know, Jalen and Brandon could show up. They could have one of those virtuoso games yeah. and then could put another blemish on my record, but... I'm going to go out on a limb and say another one's going to get this win this time. Uh, I'm going to say another one wins it. 89 to 82. It's a good bet. Mm-hmm. I would say if another one, since I'm unsure if their big man's going to show up, cause I think that's key mm-hmm. for them. We, you know. Oh, uh, McGee. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. If he shows up, you know, I may pick another one, too. But, you know, if Brandon's out there without Paul out there, it's going to be tough. Mm. Uh, so, mm. Mm. I'm going to go with Ballers, 86-83 over another one. I think it's the first time in a while I've picked against another one. So, you don't know if Paul's showing up? I mean, I would think he is going to show up. But, again, he didn't show up last week, which is understandable because of the bad weather. But yeah. he's missed another game, too. So, I'm like, eh, you know. Yeah. But if he doesn't show up, I mean, Brandon's going to have a field day. He's going he's gonna to definitely have a field day. Yeah. Because who's going to guard him? I mean. But see, that's, see, that's the thing about Brandon. I know he doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, but when Brandon has a, a mismatch, he doesn't exploit it. He's like, ah, I don't want to take advantage, you know. Let me work <laughs> on something else. Let me work on my jumper. You know, I don't want to post up a little guy. That's why he's a nice guy. Like, But when he got somebody big down there that's going to challenge him, he's like, oh, I'm going to go at you. Yeah. He likes the challenge. Yeah. So that's why I was like, you can't just automatically think Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. So, I mean, if another one gets off to a good lead, if Brandon tries to bring him back, it might be too late. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with another one. Yeah. And uh, you got a score? I said 86-83. 86-83, okay. All right. Um, next level versus Young Hogs. I have uh, 
I got next level winning this game, but it's gonna be closer than you think. I'm gonna say 90 to 86. I got next level, 90 to 86. I will go uh, – I got to be in close, too. You know, I can't pick against next level because they've been playing so well. Mm-hmm. I'd probably like to, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Say 87, 80, next level. I think the Hawks, again they're, – They're getting close. They're getting, they're getting close. And I think their matchup with another one, the team that blew them up by 50, uh, will be, it's going to be huge next week. But I may even consider – I'm going Young Hawks. I'll tell you right now. I'll say right now, I'm going Young Hawks. Put some respect on another one. But, uh, young Hawks ain't going winless. Oh, they got the bullets too. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what happened? <laughs> oh, man, the bullets. But now, nah, I'm going to go uh, next level 87 80 on the Hawks. Valiant yeah. uh, effort from the Hawks. They are definitely our most improved team. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest with you, they might be scared come playoff time. They might. No, they actually made me scared. Come play off, Tom. Okay. <laughs> Lake Houston Live versus the Bullets. Um, I believe this is your classic stat game. Oh, wow. I believe um, the Bullets are going to come out strong. But Lake Houston is going to go on a run, mm-hmm. and they will not recover from that run, and it's going to get ugly. I got Lake Houston winning – I got them winning 115-85. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 115-85. Look, wait, 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 wait. Is Hunt coming? Hunt's coming. Okay. Okay, hold on. I forgot about him. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, <hold on. laughs> okay, excuse me, excuse me. Oh. We'll make that 110-92. to Still gonna be a blowout. No, one ten to ninety. They gonna win by a double more. I'll mm-hmm. give him twenty points. Look, man. I forgot about Hunt. Where has he been at? That you can't blow out people like that, man. Like, one ten to ninety. I think the defense is gonna be better. I think they're gonna make the changes. I think they understand what they are and what they've been struggling. That's with. the problem. I, and I'm gonna <laughs> say it's not gonna be a defensive battle by any means, Mm-mm. but I'm gonna say it's gonna be. 90 to 83. Wow. 90 to 83. So, uh, Lake Houston's only going to win by seven? I think the Bulls are going to play well. I guess a struggling team? I think they're going to play well. I think it's going to be 90 to 83. I'm still picking Lake Houston. Uh, Anthony, <laughs> how much you want to put on this, bro? I'm doubling down. Whatever you put up, I'm doubling down. I want in on this. <laughs> uh uh, maybe like smart man bullets, but I think I'm, I'm serious. I think they're gonna play well this week. I really do. I think uh, that they're gonna realize that this is what they struggle with. I think they do realize this is what they're struggling I think with. They're gonna score some buckets this week, but they're gonna they ain't gonna get no stops. But I think they're, they're gonna not make, getting gonna make any stops. One fifteen sounds that that sounds like that could happen. Like with the defense they've played the last few weeks. I completely get you saying they're only at 115 on them. No, I said 110. What, 110? 110 and 9. I completely forget that. But I think they're going to fix it. Now, I do still think what's going to end up happening is it's going to be a close This is my prediction. It's going to be a close game where I even think the Bullets may even have a lead. And I think. What, 2 to 0? <laughs> <laughs> and I think Lake Houston is going to go on one of those vaunted 
Lake Houston runs, mm-hmm. a 15-0, 16-0 run. That's it. And that's going to be the game. I think that's probably what's going to gonna happen. I, that, that's what I'm thinking. So you're saying they're going to be up seven? <laughs> Because uh, 16-0 run, that's uh, not a seven-point win. So they're, they're going to be trailing, and they're going to go on a big run and just put it out of reach. Is that your prediction, sir? I'm just saying that Lakers will go on a run at some point, and it's gonna, they're going to have a lead and maintain their lead after they go on that run. Anthony, <laughs> I want in on this, man. But I think it's 98-3. <laughs> I want in on this. Uh, okay. We're going to move on to our next topic, our top matchups. All right, time for our top matchups. Uh, let's start with the first game of the night, Lake Houston Live versus the Bullets. For me, I think the Bullets have their hand full. Uh, their hands, excuse me. Their hands full. Um, I don't see who's going to stop Daniel, so I'm very curious of that. Uh, I believe he's the, the mismatch on the floor. Um, Sweat, I'm assuming, is going to be guarding him. Yeah. That's going to be tough. Now, I know Sweat can run the floor. He can definitely run with Daniel. But uh, can he stay out of foul trouble and keep him off the glass? He's a full-time job. Yeah. Daniel is not a part-time job where you can take some plays off because he'll hit you for a quick eight points. Yeah. Just running down the floor and getting offensive rebounds. So, um I don't see uh I don't see that matchup working out well uh uh for Sweat. Now Sweat might cancel him out, but for the most part, that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be a tough matchup. Yeah, I mean that's good. it's gonna be that matchup. It's gonna be uh Sweat versus Daniel. And Sweat has to at least come out even in that matchup. He can't get beat or dominated in that matchup. Yeah. And then the other one is gonna be Nicholas White, um, Shelby. They matching up? I don't think so, yeah. That's gonna be tough. And again, Nick has to at least. How tall is Nick? About six foot, maybe. That's gonna be tough, man. Shelby's what six six, six seven, six five. <laughs> I put it like this: Nick's gonna at least have to scoring wise come out even with him. He might not be able to get the rebounds. Where's the six. mismatch at? Because everybody can't break even. <laughs> everybody can't break even. Well, it's gonna have to be Hunt versus Dan. Well, Hunt probably end up being on Shelby. Now I think about it. Yeah. So who's guarding Anthony? Would that be uh we just you just over here? Um Oh uh 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 Shannon. Shannon. Yeah, I mean that'd be a good matchup. Yeah. You gotta stay glued to him though. Yeah, you gotta stay glued to him, man. Yeah. Okay. Um Alright. The next game we have What was the next game? It's taking a long time. Longer. Okay, here we go. Um, another one, Ballers. Another one in the Ballers. Like we said, we really don't know who's going to show up. So I'm going to go off who's been here. Uh, I'm going to say my matchup will be Sean, VA, and Jamal. I want to see that. Jamal been getting busy, man. Ever since you called him out for hey. being inefficient. Tell you, man, we help we help guys. <laughs> Jamal was busting up sweat last week, man. It was. I was, <laughs> like, I, I was actually surprised. I see he was 
not only was he shooting, he was taking him off the dribble. Mm-hmm. He was doing a lot of different things with his game last week. Some stuff that, which makes me feel like he must be feeling better. Yeah. Cause I know he was telling me he had some issues with his knee. Uh, but I saw him going off the dribble, taking guys to the hole last week. I was like, what, what, what is this? He has, you know what? He has some underrated footwork yeah. around, around the rim. I like his moves around the rim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to take uh, – yeah, that's a good matchup, like you said. Uh, I'm going to go Paul McGee versus Brandon. Not Paul McGee. Yeah, Paul McGee versus Brandon. I hope that matchup happens. Yeah. I want to see that too. Uh, that will be interesting because uh, Paul's not going to outscore him. Nope. But and I don't think Brandon's gonna out rebound him. And so I think they'll kinda go to No, you said you said Brandon's not gonna out rebound Paul? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not. Yeah. Brandon's not that great of a rebounder, yeah. actually. He uh I guess like you say, it kinda depends on who he plays. Yeah. But I think Paul will be physical enough with him to where maybe he will try to get in there and try to get a couple extra rebounds. But I think that's gonna be a huge matchup. If if Paul can't contain him, if he keep Brandon Around 13 to 14 points, and I have him go off for 30. Which he's very capable of. Yeah. Uh, Seasons going to have some problems. Yeah. The Bulls are definitely going to have some problems. So, uh, I'm taking that matchup. I think if Paul can kind of contain Brandon, I think that leads to another one getting a, a huge win. That would be a huge win for them uh, to knock off. And that would – I ain't gonna say it's gonna be an absolutely crushing win, but as far as the standings as the playoffs go, mm-hmm. that's gonna be they're they're digging a hole. Uh, City Center is definitely digging themselves a hole. So we'll see what happens. Okay, next level versus the Young Hogs. Uh, we got quite a few matchups in this one. Um, the one that intrigues me the most because I know T's coming back, so I'm gonna say uh, T Beatty versus. Jawan? Is he on guard? I would probably think so. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting because he's coming off a game where he had seven blocks. Yeah, he did. So that that'll be uh, that's kind of like. And T's gonna challenge him. No, that that's gonna be a big. Deal. I, I kind of, well, yeah, you're right. I think that's the matchup to see. And like you say, T's going to challenge him. And uh, I'm thinking Shy versus Dante. It's going to be big. Yeah, I want to see that too because Dante's, uh, he's a good, he's a great player. And Shy is a smart, uh, efficient player at that. Yeah. Now, he was a little hobbled last week, though. He played a couple games. Yeah, he uh, he had a little issue with his knee. Uh, but uh, he'll be ready to go. Yeah. He'll be ready to go for next week. Okay. Those are some great matchups. Uh, I'm interested to see how that goes. Let's move on to our next topic. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break this week uh, from the trivia. Uh, Sean's been kicking my behind uh, last couple weeks. I finally got a win, uh, although I feel like he gave it to me. Um, <laughs> so we're going to go back uh, to in the news. we got some stuff we need to talk about. Um, it's the NBA playoffs, y'all, so uh, stuff has to get discussed. Um, first thing first, uh, the Houston Rockets are eliminated from the playoffs. Um, uh, this one to me, uh, did not hurt as much, uh, as last year. Uh, this is what I expected. Uh, I believe that Kevin Durant, uh, getting injured was the worst thing that could have happened to us. Uh, because any type of expectation that rises for James Harden, he crumbles and he, uh, absolutely, 
a crumble in his mind mentally once he found out Durant was out for the rest of the season. He was like, oh, my God. Now this means I have to, I have to close the deal. I have to win it. Um, it was a wrap after that. And we're at home. Oh, even better. Even better. And had we played in Golden State, then he could have had an out. He could have been like, well, you know, it was on the road. It was a tough environment. But you're at home. Their best player is injured. And your team is fully healthy. All those expectations were there, uh, and he crumbled just like uh, I expected him to. Um, I told, I tried to tell Brian at the table. He didn't want to hear me. <laughs> you didn't want to hear me. Uh, I mean, the Rockets are eliminated. That's, that's, I'm not surprised. I, uh, I, I'm going to agree with you in the sense that uh, it was a bad thing that Kevin Durant got hurt for them. Mm-hmm. Not for the reasons you said. But oh, I'm telling the truth, though. <laughs> Just like when Kawhi Leonard got hurt, we were at home. We should, everyone well, knows we should have won that I game. Play, I don't think you played a bad game, though. Which one? This, this past one? Game six. This this one we got eliminated this year. Yeah, game six. Oh, okay. Go ahead. No, I don't think you played bad. We had like, yeah, like 30-something, six and six. We're going to talk about the stats or we're going to talk about the game? We'll, we'll, we'll get to him in a second. Okay. But um, saying that Chris Paul played, that's, well, that's the only game he played with. Exactly. You know? If he played like that, the other five games where I could have won the series. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is why, and I, I'm going I'm to say it from, a, from the coaching standpoint of it. Mm-hmm. When you prepare for two weeks for a team that plays a certain type of way, and it, it kind of was working. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they put a big wrench in your game plan by removing something that was ninety percent of your game plan. Yeah, because you're, you're playing a certain defense to stop one guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I think I know people were praising Steph Curry and Clay Thompson about about their greatness, mm-hmm. but people were saying that those two were washed up the first four games of the series. <laughs> People were both. I heard people saying like, the Warriors are done. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are washed up. They gotta have Durant. They would never want another championship if Durant would never came. Those guys are washed. That actually might be true. Though. What What happened was, <laughs> basically, it was about the Rockets. I think that's kind of the part we kind of forget. Yeah. It's what the Rocks were doing. They basically said we're gonna completely take Clay and Steph out of the game mm-hmm. and let Durant have forty. Mm-hmm. And that plan pretty much worked mm-hmm. for the first four games. Because mm-hmm. realistically, they should have probably been up 3-1. Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, and I think that's probably what happened. They're, if you saw, if you remember the games, they were basically switching everything off screens. They make Steph get off the ball, and he didn't touch the ball for the rest of possession. Yeah. Because they would switch everything off screen. Same thing with Clay. Mm-hmm. And they had to make sure the only time they were scoring is if the Rockets didn't pick him up in transition. Yep. Well, Clay would catch a quick, catch a quick and get it off quick. But they were able to shut them down because Durant had the ball basically playing ISO mm-hmm. that people talked about the Rockets for. Mm-hmm. And so they basically said, PJ, you take him. Or if we get a switch with Capella on him, we'll just live with that. But make sure if we're going to switch, those other two guys don't touch the ball. Yeah. Under Iguodala, you can shoot. Dream on green. Please, shoot. please, have at it. And, and that's what they did for the first four games. And, I mean, at the end of the day, it kind of worked. And that's why Clay Thompson and Steph Curry looked Washed up. Yeah. It, was, it was more about the Rockets than it was that they were washed up. And we saw that in game six. Yeah. Because now the primary ball handler is Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. And now when you, it's a lot different trying to defend him 
why he has the ball than it is trying to chase him off a screen right. and just switching everything. Right. Exactly. It just it, and it, it was a completely different dynamic, and it it just put it like this: it is I prepared for two weeks to play a certain type of way. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, I got completely throw that away and play a different way. It's kind of like when you're studying for a test. You know, you study the review sheet, mm. and then when you get on the test, it's nothing <laughs> from that review sheet. <laughs> the exact same analogy. It, I mean, and that's basically what happened. And I can remember saying this. When he got hurt on Wednesday. was Wednesday when they played last Wednesday? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they played, when he got hurt on last Wednesday, uh, they played him. And they ended up losing that game or whatever. Mm-hmm. A game they had to lead, like a two or three-point lead on when he got hurt. Yeah. I can remember saying then, I was like, and Steph was sucking that game. He was. Until the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, he went but, off. And began because he had the ball in his hand the whole time. Yeah. And I remember saying, after that game, I was like, man, you know what? We'll win at home game six. But I don't know if I really like the fact that the brain's not playing. I think we had a good thing going yeah. with him playing. Have P.J. Tuck out there roughing people up. And stopping everybody else. And stopping people and, and us rebounding, just trying to get rebounds. Mm-hmm. It made it even difficult to rebound the ball because we're just – Chasing those guys everywhere, and guys just get out of position, mm-hmm. and they also saw Kevin Looney's in there getting uh, dunking the ball back. Oh in. my God, he had too many points. He had fourteen, I, and it, it was all because of the way we played him now. Because Steph was the primary ball handler, yeah. the ball in his hand. Before it was Draymond. It, 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 Draymond's bringing it up, and then they switch, switch, switch. Kevin Durant and gets Durant. the last twelve seconds. Yeah, and he just plays ISO. Yeah, and it, it basically took away Steph and took away Clay. Mm. It was the perfect defensive plan. That went awry when he got hurt. Mm. And granted, how can you? I know you're saying like from from the. I'm I'm, I'm telling you from a coaching aspect. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying from just a person watching the game. You you just based off talent. How can you take the most talented guy off the team and say that that hurt? Right. Your chances of winning. Right. But in this case, it did because you were prepared to play a certain type of way yep. for this amount of time. Look, they have been game plan for the, uh, to play the Warriors like this last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and now you throw that wrench in where he's not there anymore, and I think it just messed everything we up. We probably would have won the series. Yeah. I mean, Durant. We would've, I think we would have won game five for sure. Yeah. I think Durant stays, it goes seven. Yeah. For sure. And then it's a toss-up in game seven. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I think happens. And, unfortunately for the Rockets, I think that was a huge wrench. Uh, before we get into Chris Paul choking and James Harden choking, uh, I'm not going to say he choked because I think. Who who we talking about? Uh, I'm not even going to say he choked last year. Who 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 we talking about? Uh, Harden? Harden. <laughs> That's why I'm not going to say he choked. Because media creates narrative. And if you say he's a choker, the San Antonio game a couple years ago, Choke. Absolutely. 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 Then they played the Warriors. And the, when they lost 4 1. When they lost 4 1. The game we had like 12 turnovers or 13 turnovers. Yeah. Complete choke. Yes. Last year, he went 2 for 13 from 3, but I wouldn't say he choked because I think he made shots and I think he made the threes. But, and I think he made correct basketball plays. He just didn't have enough. I just think they just were out talented in that situation. And they didn't get a couple of Calls from the ref, too. Which a couple calls. Fun, yeah, you know? it was a bunch of calls. This year, I mean, game six, he went 10 for 16. But, yeah, he only shot the ball three times in the fourth quarter. And, you know, and you know what? Let me say this before you go any further. 
I believe James Harden was watching his shooting percentage this game just because he needed an out. When have you ever known James Harden to go 10 for 16 in a closeout game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he went to that game, probably went to 16. He almost shot the ball three times. This game, again, yeah, he had, I mean, his efficiency was off the charts again. And now, and you, had, now you're going to be super efficient. And he had eight rebounds and had six assists. So you can look at these stats. What's going to happen is a guy was going to make an argument about James Harden being a choker, and then somebody's going to bring up the stats exactly. 15 years later and be like, he didn't choke. Did you see how the, the stats? The words are just better. Exactly. And I'm going to say this. I think he played well enough for them to win, but I just think defensively they weren't prepared. I think it was more about a, a energy thing, not just with James Harden, but the team thing. But him as the leader, he has to find a way to make sure the rest of those guys – have that necessary energy. I want to say a guy who choked and looked bad to me was Clint Capella. You know, don't get me started on him. You know that that's the guy that looked terrible to me. But you, but you know what? To say that Clint Capella choked, that means that we actually have like real expectations for him. Well, when Clint, when Clint Capella said, "I want the Warriors," I was done with him right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was done because I was like, "Dude, you're not even going to be hooping like that for you to say something stupid like that." Well, see, think about. It, I think he had a. He played the Warriors twice this year. In two games, he played the Warriors. He played a good game. I think one of the games, he had like 20-20, like a 20 Regular point, season doesn't 20. matter. And it was the game that Harden hit that game winner. Regular like season, a, regular season does so not I matter. And so I think as a young player, in his mind, he's like mentally, like these guys no, can't no, no. deal with me. No, no, And from game he one. He said that because he wanted to get everybody fired up, but deep down he knew he didn't have that. He wasn't like that. You're not like that. Don't say, don't say stuff that you don't mean. If you're going to say that, I need you to come out and hoop. If y'all lose, then y'all lose. But you did not hoop at all. My, my thing with him was, look, they took the alley hoop away from you. They did. The Warriors did an amazing job. He wouldn't even. He couldn't even catch the ball. Well, that's then that was my problem with him. Okay, they took that away from you. Just like teams take something away from Michael Jordan or whoever a great player was in the yeah. past. But they're they're supposed to do that. Yeah. So what's your answer? I don't. I couldn't understand why he was getting. Why he didn't have a dominating rebounding game? Lene had had position too. Lene would have to come in, and Lene would immediately get six rebounds. Yes, off his short amount of time in the game. That one, that one, I, I can't remember how much he put us up by. We took like three bad shots. Offensive rebound, Nene kicked it out, missed yeah. it. Offensive rebound, Nene went up and finished. I'm like, man, I'm like, man, let's go. He the only one that was hooping. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at Capella. I'm like, why you can't do that? And, Nene's and, old. And, and that that was my thing with Clint. I just couldn't understand why. Why was your energy not there? Because, yeah, you should have been defending uh, uh, the paint, and you should have been rebounding. And, and like I said, when old Nene comes in, and granted, Nene's a little tougher and stronger. It just but, is what it is. Yeah, he is. And, and just, and so that goes to mentally being just a little more rough and tough. Yeah. And that was the biggest issue for me. Because, like, Clint Capella couldn't even catch. The one thing he did well was run the floor, and he usually could catch. Can't when Harden well, be throwing those little passes that have all that backspin on them, yeah. and this, during the regular season, he was catching that stuff. Now, you, now all of a sudden, you can't catch. I mean, he missed so many shots. All the lobs you can, I leave you, you didn't caught tough lobs, but now you can't catch an entry pass. Yeah, you know, and then uh, you know he couldn't make layups around the rim. Oh my god, three feet away. But those were the ones that killed me. Cause I'm like, Rock's gonna lose by one or two points, and he didn't miss three layups in a row. You know, those. So he's the guy, and um. 
I think CP played amazing game six. Game six he did. But my thing was where's that one through five though? Yeah, you didn't if, do nothing. If he if he played like that game one through five, the Rockets win the series. Can I ask you a question, Sean? Oh. Because I've been I've been asking people this. No one has been able to answer this question for me. Yeah. We're down by two. Mm-hmm. I think we got like two stops in a row. Mm-hmm. Down by two. James Harden is bringing the ball up the court. Mm-hmm. Draymond runs by him, and he pushes off for no reason. He's not even guarding you. He literally ran by you, and you just pushed him off for no reason, offensive foul. Why did you do that? Can somebody please explain to me why he did that? Because that's when I lost it. He, he just tries to draw contact all the time. But that was, unne- that was unnecessary. I feel like it was unnecessary, but I also feel like – and, look, I'm never one – to blame games on referee, and that had nothing. To, I'm not blaming referee. That was a that. great call. I feel like with the game being so close, Mm-mm. I feel like that had nothing to do with Mm-mm. the Rockets scoring. Mm-mm. Just let that go. Because that was unnecessary. Why? Why did you do that? Yeah. You you couldn't resist. He didn't even reach. He just literally ran by you, and you just oh push off. Why? Why would you do that? Yeah. The referee was like the referee looking like dude. I'm sorry, but that was stupid. I have to call this. Mm-hmm. Like, that like, lost us the game right there. I was done right it's a, there. It's a, it's a, it was an offensive foul, but it was one of those that I just felt like it's, it, it didn't it didn't give anybody an advantage. Just let it go. But it was unnecessary. But it was unnecessary, and that's the point. And the ref had to let him know like that was stupid, and I'm gonna let you know that that was stupid. And everybody looked at him like James. And what are you doing? And right after that, I think they hit a three. That's when Steph Curry came it. down, hit that three on PJ. I hate to say this. I, I was I was actually out watching the game with some of my buddies. I knew they was gonna come down here. And when, when he hit that three, it took the life. Yeah. out of the city. That was it. Now, not it just didn't take the life out of the people in the building I was at. It took the life out of the city. The whole city. I was at Prospect Park on uh, what? Brook? Oh, the other one. Another yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, the Southwest. Okay. Steph Curry hits that shot. The building got mouse quiet. It was mm-hmm. a couple of people who were cheering for the Warriors, and they mm-hmm. and people pretty much after the game was over left. That was it. That I, was the game. After that, I was like, "Dang man, I got dead in here. We was having so much fun. Now I got dead." So I was like, "Let's go to the address." We went to the address off two eighty eight, and I've never seen the address so dead on a Friday. I'm trying to tell you. Then Granny picked up after one o'clock. But still, yeah, it's still, it's still the address. <laughs> at 30, 11 o'clock when the game ended, we drove over there because Prospect was dead because everybody left because what happened at the game. Yep. We went over there, and I was like, wow, Steph Curry. Who wants to party after that? Took the life. Took all the air out of the city Yeah, get that shot. Yeah. And Clay hit one after that, too. But that one right there, and that's why Curry can't go off. I get why the Rockets did what they did now. I got why they said let Durant have 50. Yep. Because when Steph Curry starts splashing shots, his shots don't feel like one, two, three. His shots feel like eight-pointers. They literally feel like the game is over when he starts going off. Yeah. And I completely get why the Rockets were doing what they were doing defensively. And Kevin Durant getting hurt kind of messed everything up. Yeah, it did. Kevin Durant's 40 points don't feel like Steph Curry's 30 points. They don't. They don't. And Clay was hitting too. And when you got Clay hitting too, it's just, it, it's a pretty helpless, it reminded me of why they were so feared. It's a pretty helpless feeling. 
when those guys start going off like that. Yeah, you feel like you can't do anything. You can't do anything about it. You feel like you could survive Durant. Yeah. I don't know why. It just it's it's like it's, it's not it doesn't have the same impact. Yeah. When Steph start hitting those threes and goes down, of course shaking his shoulders and when he hit two in a row, that's yeah, like it's man, it's that's like it. It, it feels that's what it feels like. It's it's over. Yeah, that's it. And the, I think when he hit that shot, it was still fifty seconds left, and the Rocks were down five. But it felt like it was over. It, yeah. re- it literally did. Not to mention he had already had twenty some points in the, in the quarter. Yeah, that that game, uh, the, the Cavaliers last season, when he hit that three to tie it up at halftime, yeah, it felt like the series was over. It, 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 he, and that was a ridiculous three. I was like, that's it. He starts making shots and starts going off. Man, it's just a pretty helpless feeling. It's deflating. It's deflating. Um. That was a good talk. Now, I wanted to get on three topics, but we're going we're gonna to wrap this up. Yeah. The Rockets, we can talk about that all night. Yeah. Um, shout out to the, the Portland Trailblazers. They got the dub. Uh, that's the matchup I want to see. I wanted to, I did not want to see Denver. No one wants to see Denver. <laughs> they, they're, just, they're too young. Yeah. Um, shout out to the Blazers. Uh, Dame and CJ versus the Splash Brothers. Um, Durant is out the first two games. He's going to be out. That's what they reported. So it's going to be Dame and uh, and CJ versus the Splash Brothers. So I want to see that matchup. But the the game of the night, <laughs> the Raptors. Yeah. That was probably the most amazing shot I've ever seen uh, in a basketball game. Now, there have been some big shots, mm-hmm. but that was simply amazing. Um, the degree of difficulty, dribbling to your right. I don't think people understand how hard it is. You're right-handed. You're going to your right, shooting a fadeaway from the corner. Over a seven-footer. Over a seven-footer. He's more than seven. He's about seven-two. Um, fading away. If you look at his gather, that that gather that he did, that was the only way he was going to be able to get that shot off. If he just did a regular run to the corner, and B would have he would have blocked it. Yeah. Because he would have he would have timed it. But the gather threw him off. He was, it was like a a one-two ha. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like it was so quick. It was like, dang, he created a lot of space, and Embiid couldn't do anything. It's, a, it's the new, it's the new step back that uh, everyone has created. Uh, it's yeah. pretty amazing. But man, I watched the game live. I saw when I saw him get the shot off, and it hit the rim. I listen when I watch basketball. Anytime the ball hits the rim and goes up, I in the back of my mind, I always think. Okay, it might drop in. Like, you never know. And some people just like, oh, it hit the rim. Oh, that's off. I never believe that. I always believe when the ball goes up, there's a chance it can drop in. So, it hits the rim the first time. Goes up. Hits the rim the second time. When it hit the rim the second time, I was like, that's going in. Because if he was going to miss that, after the first hit, it would have came off. But once it hit twice, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, that's it. And then it trickled to the left. I was like, this is meant to be. I couldn't believe it. It was like the perfect bounce. He shot. The, he couldn't have shot. The, if he shot it any different by a millimeter, he'd have missed it. Yeah. I mean, he had to. Uh, I mean, he he he's good, man. He is good. <laughs> he's damn. Good. I mean, he's made. I literally think what you have to do with him, which I don't think teams do enough. You have to make him a passer. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know. Send double teams on Adam Central. They tried to do that. And on that last play, they tried to see it. It didn't work. Because he wants to shoot the ball. He's not, a, he's not a passer, really. Yeah, he's not. Uh, and so I think you have to make him a passer throughout the game. And 
you can't let him go one on one with guys because he's strong, he's physical, he has length. Yeah, he's um, very strong. He has big hands. He made Butler look small that whole series. Yeah. And you just, he's just a lot to deal with. I mean, he can post you, he can shoot from the outside. These are things he added to his game. These yeah. are things he didn't even have. He didn't. Uh, and so, which makes him, I'm not going to go as far to say unguardable, but he's he's a, definitely an A minus offensive player score. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, he's not A plus like Harden or Durant, but he's an A minus. He's tough. Point. And he came to the league probably a C plus. Yeah. He wasn't no score like that. Yeah. You know, and like I said, he's like an eight minus score, which makes him dangerous in those late game situations because what do you do? Yeah. You know, like I said, they tried to send two out. They sent their two lengthiest guys. <laughs> but Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons and, retreated. And, he was like, I'm out. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> this ain't going to work. Go. I'm like, <laughs> he just let him go to Embiid. We granted it was a lot of time left, but still, I'd rather have two. Seven four wingspans on him. We Dead all knew him. that Kawhi was not passing that rock. Yeah. Who was he gonna pass it to? Siakam, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. You know he ain't shooting. Stinks. You know he wasn't shooting. Look. Kyle Lowry would be like, uh, you know, threw that ball to anybody but me. Kyle Lowry stunk the whole playoff. He's turned to playoff Lowry. This he, how he's looked in the playoff for the last four he, years. He's trash. And it's actually gotten worse this year. Yeah, he's trash. Yeah, I won't call him trash. He's, he's trash. Uh... He's trash. <laughs> I'm going to say it. He's trash. But yeah, but he got blocked by Kevin Hart. So, yeah, he's trash. <laughs> he's an NBA player that got blocked by Kevin Hart. But yeah, he, he, it, it was a, a heck of a shot. Uh, Kawhi is special. Um, and, I mean, he just showed up all seven games, man. He did. Like, even the games they got the butt kicked in, he, like, was showing up. He was the one guy showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes me believe it's going to be a big decision in the summertime. Because is he really enjoying his stay with the Raptors? Does he think they're a contender every every year? Mm. Or does he go to take his goes to L.A.? If they go to the finals, I think he comes back. He'd be a nice signing trade for the Rockets if they could find a good combination of players to put a sign trade. Someone said one. something about trading Chris Paul for Ben Simmons. Uh, no. No. Absolutely not. Because you're, you're, we officially have a non-shooter on the court. You have a, a non-shooter and you're a teenager. Like, put a 50 a night. Exactly. It's, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. That's Even though he's nice. He's a nice player. Yeah. Uh, but if he's He not, doesn't fit our system at no. all. I mean, he can do the pick and roll all day. But, again, when teams start doubling him off the pick and roll and making, you know. Yeah. So, well, what are you going to do then? Yeah, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. Um... You know what the 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 irony to all of this that I couldn't believe uh, it, that really really made me a fan of uh, Kawhi after that he finally showed some emotion he screamed like I couldn't believe it I, it just it just made me smile because I was like man this dude is really happy like I've never <laughs> I've never seen him he always be like you, you know everyone expected the Dame D Rose face after he hit the game with he was screaming like yeah I'm like okay Kawhi I'm like man he finally showed some emotion that's what I'm talking about. So, uh, shout out to the Raptors. Uh, before we go, what, what do you want the NBA Finals to be? I don't know, man. Uh, I think everyone wants Warriors and Raptors. Uh, guess I mean, it's just weird, man. Uh, I would have thought maybe I would have wanted to be. Uh... Milwaukee cannot be in the finals. I can't do it. I just can't. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, I don't think. I mean, you know, was... yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm good with the as long as the Raptors are in the finals, I'm good. But it can't it cannot be Milwaukee. I just I, I I'm not watching that. 
Um, but so I just can't, man. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, but I, I, you know, I've said all season that this might be Dame's year. Could be. Yeah. And then now with with Durant hurt, you just never know. It could be Portland and the Raptors. Yeah. Which is a weird finals, also. Yeah. We'll see, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, episode one hundred and two. Uh, we are finished. Uh, we got some good basketball uh, coming up this Thursday. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm expecting a text message from Anthony to see. Uh, you know, who, who, who does he? Who does? Who does? How much does, is the spread gonna be this week? I'm curious. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna double down whatever Anthony says. Um, I want. I want in on this. And uh, I, I, like I said, Lake Houston for sure. Dub. 20 plus. I, I say I think they're going to win as well. But, you, but, you, but you're disrespecting them for the second week in a row. The second week in a row. <laughs> Seven points isn't bad, man. I can't, I can't say that they're gonna, somebody's going to go out here. A talented team's going to go out here and get beat by 30. You can say 15, though. But seven points. This, this team is playing the worst basketball out of <laughs> anybody. And you're going to say that the best team in the league is only going to beat them by seven. That's highly disrespectful. I think they're going to be on up with that, man. Okay. All right, uh, episode 102, I'm Johnny Gill with Sean. We're out.